0: Hello, guys, and thank you for listening to another episode of Live Free Podcast, where I talk about living a life of freedom, expansion, and rest in Christ Jesus. Listen, today is a beautiful topic, a beautiful topic that I think sometimes get looked over. So um, I had some um, encounters with some situations, and, and God wanted me to hone in on the children, hone in on the children, because a lot of times our children get looked over, And uh, we know that the deliverance is the children's bread, according to Matthew 15 and 21 through 28. We know that deliverance is for the children of God, for the sons and daughters of God. But hear me when I hear me when I say this, guys. Deliverance is also for children, our children. Deliverance is not just for adults. Deliverance is for children. So the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go, and they will not depart when they get older from what they have learned. And God has wanted me to hone in on some key, key areas here, key areas of discipline of different things and point talking points that he has right now for the children for we know that the enemy is after the seed they are after the children if we have not uh paid attention to the news we need to pay attention to what's happening the mass shootings that have been going on around the world in different states not a specific area but it is it is an assignment from the enemy to take out our children so God has given me some pointers. He's given me some wisdom, some insight, so that we can now have strategies from heaven's throne to defeat the enemy when it comes to our children. Parents, parents, hear me. Aunts, Uncles, hear me well. Authoritative figures, hear me well. We have, it takes a village to raise children. And we are living in a day and time where we cannot even afford to not, Um, implement the strategies of God when it comes to our children. It is vitally important. We're living in the last days and things are only going to escalate and things are only going to get greater according to the word of God concerning things. And we want to make sure that our children is covered now more than ever. We have seen there's no more standing by the sidelines, but God wanting us to to stand in the gap, even for those that are uh, children that are not yours. God wants us to stand in the gap for our children because the enemy is after the children. And if he can get the children at a young age, he can keep them messed up until they're in their older years. So we want definitely prayer for the children. And we want to know that the enemy is very cunning and he's very crafty. Deliverance is not just for adults. It is for children as well. So God is having me to hone in on this question. Really quick and simple deliverance teaching on deliverance for children. So I'm gonna go uh, start by um, honing in on the first scripture that he gave me, uh, which is Matthew 15:21 through 28. And this is a uh, um, the lady that is running up to Jesus because her children um, is actually dealing with demon demon possession. Um, So, um, the disciples came and urged him, saying, "'Send her away, for she cries out after us.' But he answered and said, "'I was not sent except to the lost sheep "'of the house of Israel.' "'Then she came and worshiped him, saying, "'Lord, help me.' "'But he answered and said, "'Is it not good to take children's bread "'and throw it to the little dogs?' "'And she said, "'Yes, Lord, "'yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs "'which fall from their master's table.' Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Her daughter was healed from that very hour. So it wasn't the lady that was coming on on behalf of herself. She was coming on behalf of her daughter that was demon-possessed. And here in the scriptures, Jesus shows us that children can be demon-possessed and demon-demonically influ- influenced as well. So, Here are some things that God has brought uh, to my attention in terms of scriptures and in terms of pointers that we can take to protect the kids. Um, First and foremost, we have to know that we have to teach our children to learn and respect, to, to love and respect through discipline. Discipline is a form of deliverance. We cannot forget to discipline our kids, okay? It comes in the form of deliverance. we looking for deliverance. Yes, you can lay hands, but a lot of deliverance for children starts with boundaries. It starts with discipline in their early years. This is why the Bible said, train up a child in the way they should go so they would not depart when they get older from the things that you have taught them. Another thing is, too, the scripture that God has given me... Um, I'm gonna to go to, and this is a tough, touchy subject, but it's okay because the word of God is for everyone. It's not just for adults, it's not just for Christians, it is also for children. And God wants us to teach our children about Him at an early age, teaching kids how to call upon Him, how to pray, um, and and, and teaching kids the Bible, you know, and teaching them how to call out to God when they're in trouble. These are the things you should instill in kids at an early age. These are the things that I teach even my grandchild right now, how to pray. Like her parents teaching her how to pray, but I also teach her how to pray. And you have to make them, give them an awareness of who God is in their life. And the importance of who God is, is so vital because that's what they're going to revert back to as they get older. And as they go through trauma and as they go through different things in life, they're going to revert back to what was taught to them at an early age. And if the presence of God is absent from your home or if prayer is absent from your home, or if uh, teaching the kids and the fear and the admonition of the Lord is absent from your vocabulary, from your, um, from your home, then they won't revert back to that. So it's vitally important that we start now, that we implement boundaries now, that we implement discipline now. Vitally important. So God says in Proverbs 22 and 6, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I mean, and I'm telling you, he kept giving me scripture after scripture after scripture because he wanted me to reiterate and hone in on how vitally important it is in this day and time. And in this hour that we're living in, that we train our children and that we pray over our children. You know, we have so many kids, they go off to school, they go off to friends' houses, they go off on vacations, they go off on all these different things. And this is where the enemy gets them when they are not in the Um, home with their parents or with their families when they're off uh, away. This is how he get them influenced in other things that are ungodly. And this is how things happen, even with people that they trust. This is how incest incest happens. This is how molestation happens. It happens with people whom they trust a greater percentage of things that happen with kids in terms of uh, molestation or incest or anything is with people they know. It's not necessarily with people that they don't know. So it is vitally important that we pray over our kids and we just don't go lackadaisical or we just assume that everyone is trustworthy or we assume that because this person is a relative or because this person is a parent or whatever, We assume that people are going to do right by our kids. And I cannot tell you the videos that I have seen on the news of kids being abused in the classroom or kids being abused in the places that you would least expect them to be abused in. And children are, are really helpless, you know, so we have to start instilling in them those boundaries and that discipline because discipline is a form of deliverance. I want you to know that. you cannot have the, uh, a child that is protected without having boundaries put in place, healthy boundaries put in place, and things that you teach in a child that is vitally important. So the word of God also says in Proverbs 20, what is it? 29 and 15 it says, "The rod and reproof gives wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth uh, his mother to shame." A lot of times when you see undisciplined kids in uh restaurants and in, in in public places you see what has already taken place in the home. This has already taken place in the home. And so when the child gets out in public, they're just continuing in the thing that they normally do what what they normally do at home. So God is saying you have to put the discipline and you have to put the boundaries in place because disobedient kids bring shame to the parents and embarrassment to the parents and parents. I know we love our kids, but guess what? We don't love them more than God loves them. We have to understand that not only is money and um, homes and materialistic things that God gives us, not only are we to steward those things, but what we need to understand is everything that we have is God's, including our children. Everything that we have is God. We are just on borrowed time. God has blessed the fruit of your womb with a beautiful child. But guess what? God expects you to teach that child about Him. He expects you to pray over your kids. These are the godly things that should be taking place. And it's not enough, you know, I know we love our kids, but we don't love our kids more than God loves them because He created them. Okay, we just have them for a certain time until they return back to Him. You know, if they make it back to Him. And I'm just being honest because they have to get saved. Nobody is born saved. So that's why you need to start teaching your kids even at an early age. Because in biblical days, um, the, the younger generation, they walk with God at an early age. And these are the things that we should teach them early on so that they can go in the right direction and God can guide them and they can come into the knowledge and the truth of who God is as they get older, but they will already be on that path. So the rod and reproof gives wisdom, God says, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. A child cannot raise himself or herself. They can't do it alone. And a lot of times, kids are left to even watch their younger siblings at a young age. They're left to themselves. They're left to raise themselves. You give them a cell phone, you give them social media, and you leave them with an iPad or you leave them to themselves, you know, without any kind of boundaries or with any kind of guidance. This can't be anymore. We live in a day and time, guys, where we cannot afford to give our child over to the world. And you're giving your children over to the world if you do not take heed and pay attention to the things that they are doing. So you have to put boundaries. God is just saying put boundaries around them. Put prayer around them consistently. Consistently. We don't pray over them once every three weeks. Every week, We pray over them daily daily and we teach them how to pray another scripture he gave me here is proverbs 22 and 15 and it says foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child but the rod of correction would drive it far from him let me just say this everybody have their own methodology method methods of i was going to say methodology but methods of disciplining their children and that's fine if it works, right? There's nothing wrong with different types of discipline if it works. Okay. So we, we have to know that we're not talking about child abuse. We're not talking about mistreating a child. We're not talking about, clearly we're not talking about that because we're talking about trying to keep them from the enemy. So we're not the enemy, right? As parents and as adults and as guardians. So we just want to, God wants you to know if it's in the word, then it's, what God is saying. It's not what we're saying. It's what God is saying. So it says, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from him. And the correction comes in many forms. Okay. It comes in the form of different types of discipline based on the type of child you have. But I'm here to tell you, you have to put those boundaries in place, guys. And then according to Ephesians 6, 1 and 4, it says, children this is for the children now, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. So we see here that disobedience is uh, punished and dealt with. Okay. We want to live a long life. So we want to obey the parents, obey the guardians, obey the people that God has put in your life as guardians, as parents. Okay. And you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. So do not provoke your children because sometimes as parents, we do provoke our children. And let me just say this. We have to know that it go, it's not one-sided. It's not do what I say, shake your finger in the child's face. You respect all people, including your children. We are to respect the people that God has created. Strangers, uh, children, whoever it is. This is not one-sided just for children obeying parents, but this goes both ways. I see a lot of parents that disrespect, dishonor. And, and, and just filthy language and, and all kinds of things toward their children. And I'm here to tell you that God is not pleased with that. And it goes both ways. We have a responsibility just because we are in a position of authority to still love, nurture, and respect what God has entrusted us with and blessed us with. We don't take the position just because we are in authority to abuse the authority because there's nothing worse than a child being abused by a parent or by a guardian or by someone that they love. It's nothing worse than, than, than abuse, you know, from, from an adult, you know, and I even seen videos where I seen the teachers and I seen, I'm just going to call it like I saw it. I seen teachers hitting the kids, head-butting the kids, kicking the kid in the back. It was on the news. All kinds of craziness. Because why? Because people are not dealing with their own stuff. We're not dealing with our own stuff. We're not dealing with our shortcomings and we're projecting on other people. And sometimes that projection comes in the form of abuse. When you're projecting onto children, when you are in a position like a teacher of authority, that you are um, um, abusing children. So I'm here to tell you that teach your child what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Teach your child that they can come to you and talk to you about anything. Always leave an open door for your child to feel comfortable enough to talk to you. And remember where you came from. Remember that you weren't always saved. Remember that you didn't always have it together. None of us is born saved, guys. So we have to look when we're parenting. We have to look. At our child, and through the eyes and the lens of Christ, because just because we are parents doesn't mean it gives us the a right to abuse our kids, to to scare them, to to uh, put them under strain or anxiety. I cannot tell you the countless teenagers that I had to counsel, um, being a single parent, because parents have put their children out of their home because they wouldn't become a Jehovah Witness. Or they put their kids out of their home because they didn't like the boyfriend or the girlfriend. The last thing you want to do, guys, is give your children to the devil. And when I say that, I mean give them to the world. When you close that door of communication with your kids, you're closing the door of the only communication that they probably feel safe having. So be very careful as parents. I know that we love our kids, but again, you don't love your child more than God loves them. As much as you love your child, think about how much more God loves them. So you have to understand, you cannot allow your emotions to overtake your um, parenting role and and, and turn it into um, a a bitter and unpleasant situation or an abusive situation towards your children. Because... Sometimes as parents, we forget where we came from, we forget what we, what we went through, and we forget the things that we used to struggle with as well. And we think we got it all together now that we're adults and we kind of overcame a few things. You have to give wiggle room for grace. Give grace to your children. Give grace to them to learn, to explore, to, to come into adulthood, to, to go through the puberty, the puberty stages and all of that good stuff. You have to do it. You cannot create this this wedge between you and your child now that your child don't even feel safe. So if something does happen, they don't even feel safe talking to you. You have to leave that door open because you don't want to close the door. The enemy wants nothing more than for you to close a door and have no communication with your kids so that he can send all kinds of demonic activity towards them. So guys, the other scripture that God gave me was Proverbs Proverbs 1, 8 through 9. And it says, My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains around your neck. And that's just saying that, again, children are to obey their parents. And like I said, it goes both ways. Respect your children. Children, respect your parents. Respect, you only have one parent, one mother and one father. Respect that, honor that god is pleased when you do that and parents god is pleased when you don't exasperate your children and when you don't um taunt them and when you don't put them down you know and when you don't god is pleased when you handle them the way he would handle you just look at it like that how would god handle you if you were in the situation that your child is in okay and then we go to Psalms. He gave me Psalms 127, three through four. I mean, he just kept giving me the scriptures. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. So behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, from the Lord. That means that they come from the Lord. That means that you are entrusted with them for a moment, for a time and a season that you don't own kids. Kids belong to God. He created them, not us. He used us as a vehicle to get them to earth and a blessing to us. But in the, at the end of the day, they come from him. So you don't love him, love them more than he does. Okay. But at the same time, children are to obey their parents and respect their parents. Even when you don't like the, 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 the decision, you go to God and you pray to God. That's how it goes. And then he gave me Psalms uh, 8 verses 2. And that says, um, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. And then he went on to give me Matthew 21, 15, 15 through 16. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw that the wonderful things that he did and the children crying out the temple saying, Hosanna. To the son of David, they were indignant and said to him, do you hear what they are saying? And Jesus said to them, yes, you have never read. Out of the mouth of bays and nursing infants, you have perfected praise. And this is the way God wants us all to be, not just children. He's saying that the innocence of a child, this is what he's talking about. The innocence of a child that parents, we can learn from them just like they learn from us. It's not one-sided. We learn from each other. You can, I said you can take a page out of anybody's book. God will send a word to you even through kids, even through your child. So you have to be open to what they're saying and not so closed off because we think we know everything as parents. We're not always right as parents. We don't do everything right as parents. So we have to even repent when we do things to our children that we should not be doing or saying to our kids. We need to repent for that. God is not pleased with that. So then you go to 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 15. It reads, But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So he's saying that that Even from childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures. In other words, we can know about God as children. Meaning parents, train your children in the Word of God. Teach them Holy Scriptures. Teach them how to pray. Teach them to call on Jesus when they are in trouble. Teach them how to fight the enemy. You have to do that. We can't leave them to themselves because we're not around them all the time, 24-7. So... You can know uh, God from an early age, okay? So Genesis, what did he give me? 33 and verse five. Then Esau looked up and saw the woman and children. Who are these with you? He asked. Jacob answered, they are the children God has graciously given your servant. God has graciously given. We don't own kids. We don't own our homes. We don't own nothing we have. God owns it all. All of it is his. We are mere stewards of what he gives us. And we have to respect what he put in our hands. We have to respect our children. Okay? That means, respecting them means training them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Respecting them means putting boundaries around them. Dis- providing the discipline that they need. Because the Bible says foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. That's, that's only natural. Because when you're in, immature, you do immature things. But the rod of correction will drive it out. Okay? So God is also saying um, disrespectful children become disrespectful teenagers. And dis- disrespectful t- teenagers become disrespectful adults. See how that works? You start when they're young and train them up. Okay? So just be consistent with the discipline because that's a form of deliverance for a child. Trust me when I tell you, when you have no discipline and no boundaries in a child's life, he's gonna get into every or she's gonna get into every single thing that they can get their hands into and the enemy has people set up waiting on them, set them up for failure and you don't want that. So you wanna make sure you keep those boundaries in place. You don't just leave them to a computer or iPad. You don't just leave them to raise themselves because I can assure you, if you don't raise them, the streets will raise them for you. And I'm telling you, and if you don't, if you don't put the discipline in place, there are ministers out there that will put the discipline in place and they're called the police. They are ministers as well. And if you don't teach them what the things that they need to know, the streets will teach them what they need to know. That's how it works. So be an example for your kids is what God says. Um, kids are products of their environments. And... Um, also another thing too, is God saying, deal with childhood traumas and issues because we tend to carry that into our relationships, our marriages, our relationships with our, um, sons and daughters. So if we didn't have a good relationship with our father, we're not going to have a good relationship with maybe our son, or if we didn't have a good relationship with our mother. Then we won't have a good relationship with our daughter. It's kind of a generational thing that's happening that we need to sever it by the root. We need to sever it. Okay. And cut it off by the head. I'm, and I'm being serious. Because that's a generational thing that keeps going and keeps going. You find me a, 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 a woman that... You find me a child that fights her mom. I can assure you, I can find that mom. That same mom who she's fighting doesn't fault her mom. And that same mom who she's fighting... I've seen this happen. Have fought their grandmother. Have fought their mom. And it keeps going. So what you see is not... Sometimes it's not something that is new. That's a generational thing, okay? You you show me an alcoholic father, I'll show you an alcoholic son or daughter, okay? You show me a guy that fights his mom, I'll show you. it'll, it'll, It'll keep going. It'll keep going. Disrespectful, it runs in the family. You have to start when they're young. Praying over your kids, God says, is a must in this day and time, even more so than ever. Don't send them off to school. Don't send them off to a relative's house. Don't send them off with friends. Don't send them off nowhere without praying over them, okay? And then also, I want to say this. Be mindful of who hands you put your child into because influence is huge, And maybe you don't have any craziness going on in your home, but influence from another child, that peer pressure is huge. So you have to make sure that you're not just handing them off to someone else, okay, that is not living according to the word of God. Reaching out to them, um, showing them how to pray, and, and let's see what else. Just basically teaching them how to reach out to God and ask God for help because that's what they're going to revert back to. So that's all I have for today. Also, I would not leave here without telling you, sometimes you just have to, outside of deliverance, lay hands on your child and cast the devil out. If you have tried everything in your power, uh, different things, you know, even, Kids are not able to sleep at night. I mean, even to the smallest thing, don't don't write it off, guys. Because I had that happen with my grandbaby. She just could not get to sleep, could not get to sleep, could not, just, just trying to stay busy, could not get to sleep. And I just reached over out of impulse, and I know it was the Holy Spirit, and just laid hands on her without even thinking about it and prayed over her. And before I can lift my hands off of her head, she was asleep. So that let me know that that was not of God. That let me know that even in her insomnia, the enemy was working in that. So don't take things lightly, even in even in the subtlest form. You know, sometimes you you know you have to do a scan of their room. You know, you go in their room to see what's going on. Go in their room and look around. Because sometimes the enemy enters through objects, through TV, through video games through all kinds of things he comes in through all kinds of ways and then you looking and trying to wonder what happened like we don't do this what happened well they, they the enemy was let in through another avenue that avenue was another door, a window through the eye gate, through the ear gate. That's how he got in. So you have to just not leave them to, the, to raise themselves and you go and you scan the room. And if you, anything that's weird or that's, that's, you know, just, you know, anything that the Holy Spirit will show you, let the Holy Spirit lead you and show you things. Because I can assure you, I can tell you as a parent, the Holy Spirit showed me a lot of things. You know, sometimes kids even have suicidal thoughts. And I'm telling you, hear what I'm saying. Suicidal thoughts, guys, God will reveal that to you. I'm telling you. Don't be so caught up in your own world and in your own life and your own issues that you're not seeing the signs because in this day and time, the enemy is trying to take them out by suicide. And you see it on the news. you see things happening on a day to day, and then they grow up to be these people. And you like, where did it all come from? Well, I'm here to tell you, deliverance is the children's bread guys. That means it's not just for the sons and daughters, the adults, it's for the children. So sometimes you just have to lay your hands on your child and cast the devil out or pray over them. I don't care if they are two or three years old. Pray over your kids. Quit assuming that everything is just a happenstance or they just can't go to sleep because they having bad dreams. Bad dreams is an indication the enemy is messing with them in their sleep. Don't think, don't, don't tread it lightly. I'm telling you, God wants me to hone in on this thing right now because we are treading lightly and what we're seeing is we're seeing kids grow up and now we have mass shooters. Now we have abusive boyfriend and girlfriend situations. Now we have um, homicide, suicide. If I can't have you, no one else can. Rage and jealousy. You know, all those things that are happening in the relationships that they have and Children, because they're 15, 16 years old dating. So keep your eyes watchful, be vigilant, like God says, because the enemy prowls as a roaring lion. He wants the kids and that's where he starts at. He will send an assignment on them from when they're two years old to keep them messed up until they're 60 years old. So you have to pray over them, anoint them, and, and just keep your eye on them and love on them, respect what God has given you, and don't take it for granted. And that's all I have. <laughs> I hope this video helped you because it definitely helped me. I don't take it for granted. Don't take it lightly. I'm always looking with a watchful eye because I'm a watchman on the wall for Christ. And it just goes hand in hand with who I am. So I'm constantly praying over my children, my grandchildren, my nieces, my nep- nephews, and everyone, that even the kids that are that are not mine. So in the name of Jesus, I hope you be blessed. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to click the link in the bio for the prayer cloths. They are now on my Etsy shop. You can order them today. Talk to you soon, guys. Love you with the love of Christ. Until next time, I'll see you in the next video. Bye, guys.